0: I'll say the biggest thing from this year, and every military spouse will agree, you have to be flexible. More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Stationed with Stories, that's it. All right, you are listening to Stationed with Stories. I'm your host, Kalisha Hollis-Chessie. And before we get started, let me just let you all know that these are all my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. Y'all, y'all, this is the last episode of season one. (laughs) I am just, I'm floored. We have been together for eight months. High peeps to those who have been with me this whole time. Y'all have been really encouraging me to do what I do, to read, to write, to share this meal spouse life. It has been an amazing First season. Hi peeps to all those who are new to the podcast. I hope that you all are catching up on some episodes and I'm just so excited to have you all join me for this last episode of season one. And you know, I have to apologize. You know, I have to apologize for those who y'all been with me for a while. You know, I have been hinting that the last episode was coming up, but y'all, I was really going back and forth. I'm going to be honest I said, okay, it's probably going to be the last Monday of November, but I was just kind of flipping back and forth in my mind. And, and anyway, y'all, so if you feel like, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the last episode. I'm, I, I'm so confused. Like you said, it was coming, but you didn't say like exact. I know. I know y'all, you know, I know, but here we are. Okay. And, you know, I just thought that for the last episode of the season, the first season of Stationed with Stories, why don't I just share the best of and what I've learned in 2022? So that's going to be the episode. I'm sharing the best of my favorite moments, my favorite books, my favorite just moments of being a male spouse. And I am going to leave you with a little fun piece at the end, an original piece. But let's just jump into it, y'all. So the books, if you've been with me this year, you know that I have reviewed a lot of different books. We have gone from historical fiction. We have done young adult. We have done adult fiction, women's fiction. We have done nonfiction fiction. We have done autobiographies. We have done short stories. We've done a devotional. We've done cookbooks. I mean, we have done a lot of books this year. And I would say, I mean, I had a great time just as a reader. For those, you know, who have been with me, you know that I love to read. I'm either checking out a book from the library because y'all get these library books. They out here. They already paid for it with tax dollars. Get these library books. And so I'm either doing that or I am, you know, listening to a book from the library or from an app. And to a lesser extent, but I still do it, I will buy a book. Oftentimes I'll buy it and it's digital. So I download it to my Kindle library. And that's just easiest for me. I think probably I had physically maybe four books this year, maybe four books. I like actually had a physical copy of, but anyway, y'all just had maybe four, four, four or five. So my cookbooks were physical copies. So there's that. So let's say seven, but in, in any case, y'all, my favorite books that I reviewed on the podcast this year in no particular order. So I'm just going to just throw them out there. The first one, y'all remember when I talked about the count of Monte Cristo by Alexandra Dumas Yo, it's a book that is a quote unquote classic, right? A European classic, but it just really spoke to epicness throughout the ages. Like I don't I don't think I've read any story as epic, any revenge story at least, as epic as this one. The epic proportions were so over the top. Like it, it was, it was such a book and y'all know it took me forever, forever to finish the book. I was listening to it, but it was, it just did not disappoint in the epicness. It was, it was by far the most epic book I read this year. And one of the most epic revenge stories I have ever read in my life. Okay. um, Another book, The Wise Circumference of Love by Marita Golden is the next book that's on my list as one of my favorites from this year. It, I would say it's a book that really impacted me on an emotional level. I really connected with the storyline of having a member of your family who is suffering from dementia. And and in fact, it's the subject of a lot of my writings in 2022. I've written a lot about this topic and more on that later, y'all. There's lots to look forward to in the future for me in terms of my writing. But yeah, it's it's a subject matter that it really spoke to me. Another book from this year, Americana. So if you remember when I review Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, that was a book that made me reflect on being American, y'all. That book really just had me in fits, just in fits and just tickled by... The Spot On Assessments, The Spot On Characterizations of American Culture, y'all, that was fascinating. I really enjoyed it. The writing was lovely. Pachinko by Min Jin Lee was another book that just took me to another world, another time period. I love that. I really enjoy historical fiction. That was it was fantastic. And that I learned so much reading that book about just Japan's occupation in Korea and generations later that impact on economies, that impact on social relations. Fascinating book. Uh, another one that actually was a short story that really impacted me this year, Dispossessed by TR e. Jones. That was a good one. And I think it was exclusively on Audible, I'm not sure if it can be found elsewhere, but I will say that that short story was just really poignant. And man, it really hit me in a great place. And then the last book that I'll mention from this year that I reviewed on the podcast is Goodbye, Mr. Chips by James Hilton. And that book, if you listened to that episode, I just felt very endeared to the character, Mr. Chips. And it's a short book with just a lot of emotional tugs. And I know also I was a little bit biased because I also went to a boarding school. And so it just felt familiar to me, some of the references. In any case, those were my favorite books from the year. Some of the books, short stories that I really enjoyed. Yes, it was a great year of reading for me. I actually have a couple of more books that I want to finish before the end of the year. Y'all know about these book clubs I'm in. I stay with these book clubs. And so I have a couple more that I am going to try to finish. One that I'm going to try to finish today, between today and tomorrow. Another one that I need to finish by mid-December for a book club. And then we'll see from there if there are any other books that I'll finish by the end of the year. But in any case, I hope that if you... Listen to any of the book reviews, and was inspired to read any of those books, definitely reach out, send a comment. You can leave a comment on the website even. Just let me know what you thought about the book. If you agreed with my assessment of it, if you totally disagree with it, let me know. I would love to know what your thoughts were of some of these books from this year in season one of the podcast. All right, y'all. Moving on to the main topic of the day, which I've already hinted to, just the favorite moments for me of this year, 2022 as a male spouse. What have I learned? What have y'all, what have I learned about being a military spouse in 2022? Listen, if you don't know my story, this is, this was year two. This was year two of being a military spouse for me, I guess yeah I guess that's accurate we're we're going on year three we're we're in year three right now, but this completed year two for me and I'll say the biggest thing from this year and every military spouse will agree you have to be flexible you that is the thing and i I knew that from the first year of being a military spouse and I think maybe that was part of even coming to have this podcast and thinking of like what what I want to talk about. Part of it was just there's so much that is dynamic about the life of military service members and by consequence, the lives of their families, right? So the the Mill Spouse life <laughs> is a dynamic life. And I just learned so much about flexibility, y'all. I will say at the top of this year, at the top of 2022, before I even started a podcast. It was wild because I started the year making flight plans last minute to complete a packout. And, you know, the packout for those who are not in the military life, that's the what we call it's particularly for household goods. So your main stuff, your your stuff, when we move our stuff, we call it a packout, right? When we pack out our stuff. And this was a PCS. So this was a, I've talked about this before on the podcast too, permanent change of station. So we were moving from California to Japan and y'all, we had it all set up. My husband was going to do it. We were, it was holiday season. So we were with our families. He was going to go and pack us out for a day, come back the next day, spend the rest of the holiday with the family. That did not happen It was while we had just sickness in the family. So it had to be me, y'all, just flexibility, right? So we just had to change the plans from the very top of the year. I'm talking about the very first days of January. And I mean, from that to when it was time for us to come to Japan, y'all, we didn't have a flight. We were waiting on the peoples in charge of this permanent change of station move in terms of the flights to book our flights. Y'all, they didn't have our flights booked. Oh no, they did not. And so that was wild, literally day by day. Are we leaving tomorrow? We have no flights. We cannot leave tomorrow. Y'all, that that was wild. And he actually, my my husband actually ended up making it to Japan later than he was supposed to make it to Japan because they just did not... Have the flights booked, and they said that it was, I guess, some issues in the office where they had lots of people out of the office, and so they were behind. And anyway, we we made it to Japan, but not when we thought we were, y'all. Not when we thought, just flexibility. And I mean, the other thing, 2022, being in Japan, sometimes I would think, okay, so he's going to be deployed. Let me make some plans. And y'all, they wouldn't get out underway and so I'm I think the the funniest part was when he was supposed to be deployed and I made already made plans to climb part of Mount Fuji y'all this man last minute we find out that he is going to be home and I'm like uh you um but you know, I'm supposed to go to climb part of Mount Fuji. How do you feel about this? Just so much flexibility. The the, the funny thing is that other mill spouses have told me this. They told me in the past, listen, make your plans because, you know, anything can change. If you have something that you want to do, just go ahead and make the plan. Just be ready to change it but that's just part of the military spouse life. And I really learned that this year so many times when I thought my husband was going to be gone and he was home. And that's just part of the flexibility. Up until literally last week, I showed up for a hail and farewell, right? One of the team members is leaving and I showed up and it was it was wild because no one was there <laughs> and my spouse was going to be late, and and then the last minute he told me, wait, actually, I just found out that it's canceled. And he he totally missed the announcement earlier that day that it was canceled. So it was wild, just, just being flexible. And I just had to have a good attitude. That's the other thing. When going through the many, many moments of being flexible this year, I realized that I had the best transitions to whatever new information I got when I had a good attitude about it. And that's the thing. You just have to have a good attitude. And in terms of this year, what I enjoyed most, my favorite moments of being a military spouse this year, it was not the wild movements (laughs) of our schedule and all the, I mean, that was part of it. And it it just made life dynamic. And I really am the type of person who enjoys that dynamic life. But y'all, the thing that just, I enjoy the most about this year was being able to enjoy the duty station, enjoying where we are right now. And that was most evident. That was most enjoyed when we were able to go out and see Japan on a weekend. Those are just the moments that i will remember the most probably from this year as a military spouse this year in our in our lives together is just being able to do these weekend trips in japan whether it was to hakone or to tokyo or to you know osaka or where else have we gone we've gone all over this area, Kamakura. We've done so much. And that's one of the big things about military life. It's dynamic. You're moving. You cannot guarantee anything. But what you can do is enjoy wherever you are. You may not be where you want to be. You may not have gotten the station you want to get. You may not be living in the housing you wanted to live in. But goodness you better just make it work wherever you are and whatever the circumstance is. And that's my attitude about life. And that's really what I have enjoyed about this year. It's just enjoying where I'm planted. I have enjoyed Japan. And y'all moving forward, this time last year was a time of movement. And this time this year is also a time of movement. We are moving again. So when you hear from me, when episode one of season two kicks off next year, 2023. In February, I'll be back in February, y'all. When that happens, I will be in another duty station. I know, it's wild. We just moved to Japan this year, but we are moving again. And barring anything wild happens, and like I said, I'm flexible, y'all. So whatever happens, if it if it ain't a new duty station, if something wild like literally wild happens between now and then, we we went with the flow, okay? Just to let you know, I am going with the flow. But if all things happen to plan, we will be in a new duty station. So I am just looking ahead to another move, another pack out, <laughs> another flight situation, hoping that we get out on time, that they get my flights and that it's smooth. But in any case, I'm really excited to be back with you all for next season and just experiencing whatever comes in this next year. And I'm hoping that for us in this whole military life, it will be a smooth transition. And for you and yours, y'all, it's a transition for everyone, right? Going into a new year. All right, y'all, moving on to the last part of this episode and the very last part of this season, I am ending how I always end, and that is with an original piece. We are in the Advent season. We have come to the very end of the year, and we're headed to Christmas, one of my favorite holidays, probably my favorite holiday And it is a special time of year for me, not just because of Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or any of that. Gifts is not about all that for me. It is really about this calm, peacefulness, joy, just this reflectiveness that I feel at the end of the year. And a lot of that is because of the Advent season, which is a season for those who are Christians that we celebrate and we reflect on the coming of Jesus Christ. So, with that in mind, I have lots of fun stuff planned for the Advent season. Of course, there's a lot of stuff just secular, just culturally things are happening that I'm looking forward to, but there's also a lot of reflections, a lot of studies, Bible studies and sermons that I'm looking forward to on Advent and and all of that. I even have Advent calendars, y'all. Lots of Advent calendars. And so if you follow me on social media, particularly on Instagram, look out for my Advent calendar shenanigans. That's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) I did it last year and I'm going to do it again this year. Just enjoying opening Advent calendars. But in any case, for this last original piece, this is Flash Fiction. It's a fun piece, y'all. And it's called... Written on the calendar. December 25th. It's always been December 25th. Darn it, you sure? Nick, of course I'm sure. I'm sure. The elves are sure. The reindeer are sure. All the little kids of the Western world are sure. Their parents are sure. Everybody's sure. But isn't it a leap year? Leap year? Honey, where is your head? It's not a leap year. And besides, that wouldn't change one thing about your annual responsibilities. Nor the date by which to get it all done. Nicholas grunted out of the four-legged oak breakfast table. Tucked by the large four-paned window, It was smartly trimmed in red, white, and green ribbons on every corner. There was a plaid silver and gold woven table runner. A sprig of evergreen sat as the centerpiece. He picked the wedgie out of his butt and the missus rolled her eyes in disgust. Yeah, well, you're probably right. At this, she sucked her teeth and stood up too bringing her plate of biscuit crumbs and jelly to the kitchen sink. But the guys were counting on me, he whined, adding a deep, pathetic sigh. She sighed too, except hers was from deep within the bowels of her stomach. Well, too bad, she sniffed. And who plans a golf trip in December anyways? All right, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed this last episode of season one, Station with Stories. It has been fantastic, y'all. I'm so excited. I already am getting some plans together for season two. I'm looking forward to it. Just getting things in order, having some special guests, and, and all that sort of thing for season two. I'm just... So thankful for you who have been with me from the beginning, for those who join me mid-season, or if this is your first episode, y'all, it has been, oh, I just cannot describe in words, and I'm a writer, right, so this is wild, but I cannot describe in words just how much wind this has given me, how much just inspiration this has given me and confidence to be able To keep this going, this podcast. and Y'all, there's so much work that goes behind the scenes. I I just was not sure when I started like what would come of the podcast, but it has just been such a great ride with you all just to get your comments, to read your comments. I read them when you leave comments on the different platforms where you're listening. I appreciate all the feedback for those who have reached out to me individually. I just have enjoyed all all of this season one of Station With Stories, of course, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I am stationed underscore story. Lots of fun things. Like I said, I will be detailing parts of this meal spouse life and just my personal life. There you can find it. And of course, the website for everything Station With Stories, go to stationwithstories.com. All of the episodes are there if you want to listen. If you want to listen again, go there to read about me and the genesis of this particular podcast. And of course, all of the short pieces of flash fiction, the essays, the poetry, all of it is there. All of my original work is there as well. So definitely look, take a peek, leave a comment And I will be back next year, y'all. You can find me in February. I will be getting the word out on social media when exactly I'll be back the exact date. But we will be still holding down these Mondays with Station With Stories. Next year, season two, look forward to it. Have a wonderful holiday season. I know I anticipate a fantastic season and lots of moving to y'all because that's what's happening in my life. But that's the meal spouse way, right? Be flexible. Enjoy it. The best to you and yours this holiday season. And this is Station with Stories. I'm your host, Kalisha Hollis-Jesse. Bye, peeps.